Starting at the, we're starting at the at the end the end of the page. So we're, so we're going through with this understanding here. You want to know why the um, uh, why Meir really holds that uh, he, he is a limited idea. He says you could get malchus and also pay, but the but death penalty. He'll agree that there's come the That's that's basically what we're saying. Well, you can't be after you die. No, 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 but I'm saying you don't make you pay first and then, and then kill you. We don't do that, okay? If you're putting you to death, then you, you, that frees you from any monetary consideration. Why over here? It's because it was done by somebody else, okay? That's why, that's why he's chayiv. Which one did they carry out? By, the, by the, the, the shchita wasn't done by him, it was done by somebody else. Which oh. one did they carry out, the, the money or the, the, the malchus? Which one do you have to fulfill first? According to, it doesn't matter, it does both. No, because let's say he dies during the malchus. Well, we make sure to get the money. Don't worry. Oh, um, yeah. To, to make sure. Have the money ready. The Yerusha is the, the kids are not hired. Uh, I don't know. You told you not. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, here's the story. If, okay, so here's the question. If, um, so you're telling me it's done by somebody else? So my Why did the rabbi say you don't have to pay four or five? Of course you should pay four or five. Where's the, there's no Kamlin Bidramine, there's no another thing, and somebody else did it. So, why shouldn't it be four or five? The Padre, right? So, my time, there are bono de Padre. The answer is, you have to know the Chachamim are. Man Chachamim, Rabbi Shimon, he, the Chachamim is Rabbi Shimon. What does Rabbi Shimon hold? The Amar Shrita Shem Ruya Lushma Shrita. He says, in order to count as a Shrita, it has to be a Shrita Ruya. It has to be a fitting Shrita. Um, and these are not fitting Shritas. So, why are these not fitting shechitas? Okay, shechita means that you're not just doing an act of cutting the neck of the animal in a specific way. Definition of shechita, according to Rav Shimon, is where you're mattering the animal. By the act that you're doing, the animal becomes no longer um, a non-kosher, it becomes kosher, okay? And if, if, if your act um, of, is, a, is idolatry, so then the animals couldn't become completely nothing. So therefore, it's not a shrit ruya. You're not going to be chayiv. That's why you're not chayiv. You didn't do it. It's called a tviha. It's not, defi- not defined. You just cut the neck. That's a different thing altogether. So now the Gemara says, You're right. When you slaughter shar niska, the animal is not going to become permitted because it's completely asr You're right. El shrit shabbos. When you shecht on Shabbos, shechita ruyah. That's a shechita ruyah. The Tanan, because Mishnah says, "Shochem Shabbos." If you shecht an animal on Shabbos, over Yom Kippur, you shecht on Yom Kippur. Even though the one who shechted is going to get the death penalty possibility, shechita sukshir. It doesn't affect the shechita. Shechita is still a kosher shechita. The animal is slaughtered. Okay, so the answer is you're right. Except Savalokar of Yechonas Handler, Shimon, who is the author here. Who has the strictest opinion of shechita that is done on Shabbos, which is okay. Now we're getting into the topic of what's called maaseh Shabbos. When somebody did a transgression on Shabbos, does it have the effect or doesn't have the effect? That's what's going on over here. So look, listen to the machlokes. The Tanya writes says, Somebody cooks food on Shabbos, bishogeg on you know, unintentionally. So Yochal, So basically, that's the first of being a mayor. It's a pretty lenient opinion. He basically says um, that you know somebody wakes up bleary-eyed Shabbos morning, forgot totally that it's Shabbos. He puts up a pot of coffee, makes himself you know you know press the cooks it up, and then 
Um, and then, you know, he's in the middle of drinking his coffee. Then he wakes up and he realizes that it's Shabbos. Okay. So, so he could finish it. So can you finish the coffee? Yeah, of course. Finish well, the coffee. Uh, it's all right. It was an accident. It was a mistake. Okay, not a problem. Nothing happened. If it was intentional, nothing. then you'd say nothing happened. It was Bishogig. You still have to bring a fat cow. I mean, fat animal, whatever. <laughs> you know, for a <laughs> chata. Yes, yeah, and sorry, Gabi. It's an extension. <laughs> not that day, no. If you did it intentionally, and then you're not allowed to. I mean, who says you're going to listen, but you're not allowed to. Okay. Give a remayer. If you did it b'shoge, according to a mayor, you can fit. You can fit. Exactly. Not a problem. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, no. But don't do that. No, no, no. Mazin means intentional. I know it's Shabbos. I'm making this other coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how he's asking the question, but he's like, he did it intentionally. Even though it's Shabbos, I don't care. I'm angry at Hashem, and I'm making myself a coffee. I don't but care. But he's not going to drink it because he did it amazing. Come on. Whatever. Then he does tshuva afterwards, and he asks the rabbi, I, I did it. I feel bad. Yeah. So can I drink the coffee? He's like, no, you did it on There's purpose. No you can't drink it. Okay, <laughs> he did chuva right after. Yeah, but right. quickly, else can get eat it. Somebody else Very can good. eat it. Next, mm. now, Rabbi no, Yudo, no, we're not no, done no, yet. No, no, no. One second, we'll get to the next guy. Me no. Rabbi Yudo, no, no. one second. Wait, don't be, don't jump. No, Rabbi Yudo, no, no. Bishogeg Yochal. If he did a Bishogeg Yochal on Motzah Shabbos, he eats it Motzah Shabbos. It's cold coffee. Cold coffee, never. Never, okay. Bimezid, lo Yochal alamis. But if it was Bimezid, never can be eaten. Never. Now, that she tells Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, not himself. Uh-huh. He never can have the coffee. For somebody else, though, not himself. But never for him. But when it's a bemezid, not only can he not eat it, nobody can have it ever and ever. So the, when the corner to Rabbi Yochanan has the strictest opinion and when it comes and to when it comes to intentional acts on Shabbos, you can't yeah, benefit ever. at all. Yeah. So that's who Rabbi Shimon is going like, and therefore it's called a shrita, she'ina ru'uya, it's unfit shrita, because nobody's going to allow to benefit from it. Okay, now my time with Rabbi Yochanan where did he get this idea from? We're getting sort of sidetracked into this concept of Maisa Shabbos. We didn't get the idea that it's so strict. Um, the answer is by the house of the Nasi, you need to guard the Shabbos. For Shabbos is Kodesh for you. Okay, so Shabbos is compared to Kodesh. Kodesh just like Hegdish items, uh, you're not allowed to eat them. It's Hegdish. So too, when you transgress Shabbos, it's Asur Bachila, it makes an Isra Achila. It has a dim like Hegdish in a sense. Okay. So Gemar says, Yimakodesh Aser If that's true, then it would be Aser He doesn't take it that that far. That far. He just mm-hmm. takes it that you can't ever eat it. But he doesn't say it's Aser Ba'na. Av Ma'isah Shabbos Aser Ba'na. Tamalom That's why he says, Kodesh Lochem. It's still yours. So in other words, you can't, you maybe, maybe you could sell it. You could sell it. You could sell it. So you sell the coffee afterwards. Okay, but then somebody else is going to drink it. Maybe well, a guy. You, you, you give it to your a guy. You give it to your Evan, no? You give it to a guy. No, 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 not Jewish. No, 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 no. Not somebody who has a din no, no, no. Uh, to keep the mitzvahs. I'm going to give it your name. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, right. So lachem shalachem. You might think that maybe it has a din kodesh even if you did it unintentionally. 
That's why it says that the one who is mechalal Shabbos will die. Obviously, I'm talking in amazing cases. Very interesting. Now, Pligiba, Rav Achav Ravina. It's a machlokas, actually. A very interesting machlokas. Between Rav Achav Ravina in this sugya, in this topic of Maisi Shabbos. One opinion is that it's a truly Daraisa concept. The Torah says that when you do something on Shabbos, the Isser that applies to it is a Torah concept, that it's prohibited. The Chanam Darabon, in other opinion, no, it's only rabbinic in nature. It's, to, it's a it's a it's to, it's a kenas, it's a penalty the what's, rabbis invented. What? what? What's 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 Midarabon? Whether you can eat it or not. The, what, oh, the, the right. You cook on Shabbos. Oh, okay. The dinim that apply oh, to what afterwards. you do with transgression with Shabbos. Is that a Torah law that says that you can't benefit from it, or is that oh, rabbinic okay, law? Yeah. That's the idea. It's machlokas between Ravach and Ravina. Okay? We explained the source. It's Kodesh Because So how do you read the text out of it? How do you sort of wiggle out of the, the, the Torah source? Because uh, it says Kodesh He, He Kodesh Ve'im Maseh Kodesh. Shabbos is Kodesh. Not what you not do on Shabbos is Kodesh. But not That's everything all. else you do. Okay. So therefore, it's only rabbinic in nature. If it's only Durabanan, so that the whole Maisha Shabbos is only rabbinic, so we're back to square one. Okay, in case you forgot our topic, we started off asking that it's the Tvichas al Deacher. Somebody else is the one who's doing the Shrita. He did the Shrita on, 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 on Shabbos. Why isn't it, why, isn't it uh, why shouldn't he be Chayef? The answer is because it was Shrita Shein Why is it Shein Because it's Maisha Shabbos, and Maisha Shabbos is only Durabanan. So Minat Torah. It's fine. Really it, it's fine. So what are you going to say? The answer is Kikapatra Rabbanan Shari. You're right. It's going on the other cases in the Hanami. We mentioned the, when the rabbis said that the 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 tvicha of those cases is Potter, he meant the other ones. He meant the Avadizara case, he meant the Sharniskal case, not the Shabbos one. Okay. So the Gemara is bothered by a different problem. What about that case? We said when you shecht for Avadizara, you also should not be chayv. Nobody should be chayv. Why? Came into Shachab Porta. Once you shecht a tiny bit, what happened? It's a lay. The whole animal is now an, uh, uh, worshipped and uh, was, was used in idolatry. That means the animal becomes asabana immediately, right? Forbidden to benefit from altogether. So, so he lost its status that when you, by the time you actually got the shechita going, you know, farther along, it's already no longer belonging to that person, and therefore it's like it was destroyed prior to the shechita. So therefore, why am I chayiv for a dollar day? According to anybody, why is why would a mayor say I'm chayiv? That's the kasha. So Amar Rav, as Rav says, that this idolater is a very learned idolater. Okay, that's my own joke. Okay, but think about it. Be'aymer be'gemar zvicha hu He's limiting the idolatry to the very end of the shechita. In the beginning of the shechita, I'm just slaughtering the animal. When I'm finishing the shechita, that's the moment when I want the idolatry to be chal. You follow? Yeah. It's interesting. So, okay. so I said, I asked my chavrisa this morning, I asked my chavrisa this morning, what a lamdisha <laughs> idolatry. He's thinking, he's thinking about when I want the idolatry to take effect. That's what, what effect does it begin or the end? 
what difference does it make? Yeah. It means, no, it's a very huge difference, because if it's in the beginning, the, the animal doesn't become yeah, prohibited yeah. yet. It only will become prohibited so if, uh, the moment it, that it I finish. It has a time, beginning has that's what you're saying. No, so if it's time. in the first second, then it, the whole animal doesn't belong to the it's owner. Gone, finished, then it's yeah. like, then, it, then I can't be high of Dalvei. By saying it happens at the end, he happened to say that I, oh, that's when the worship is happening. I'm slaughtering this animal, and then afterwards it should be, after I finish the slaughtering, it should be for, for the idol. So that's, that's what he specifically had in mind for, to push it off to the end of the shechita. And therefore, the shechita was the shechita of an animal that still belonged to the owner. That's the point. Okay. Maybe that's what their says. All right, now we got to the next question. We have a more basic question. One of the cases was a sharniska. What's the case of a sharniska? That's where the animal was established itself to be a, a, a goring animal, killed people, and it needs to be put to death. It's stoned, stoned to death, this animal. This animal is usur by no. You're not allowed to benefit. Nobody's allowed to benefit from it. So at that point, if nobody's allowed to benefit from it, why so am I even? Why is it even four or five? You even if you steal it, it doesn't belong to him anymore. Answer is the katava, right? The lavdi dehu the katava. You're not slaughtering his animal. So I'm a rabbi. You wonder what's going on over here. My skin in this case is It was given over to a watchman. Everything happened. The shomer didn't do the best job. It was goring people. Okay. It was killing people. It was uh, it was established as a as a death penalty animal. All in the house of the shomer. What happened? The and then a thief came and stole it from the house really of the shomer. So like everything wrong. Shomer in quotation marks. Okay, <laughs> he's called he's a shomer in name only. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, listen to this case. They, they not only did the animal under his watch gore and kill three people, and it was it was taken to court as a as a killing animal that needs to be put to death. And at that moment, somebody came and stole it from his flock. Don't tell me Listen, listen. For a mayor, suffer luck, Rabbiakov. They suffer luck, Rabbiakov. For a mayor, hold the Rabbiakov and hold the Rabbiakov. What is this Rabbi Yaakov Rabbi Shimon? Here's the story. Rabbi Yaakov says a major leniency that if the Shomer would only just get that animal to the original owner, he could say, look, you, you asked me to watch the, the, the bull. Here's the bull. It's finished. It's the same. The animal's here. I, they're going to kill it in a few minutes. That's not my problem. I gave you back what you gave me. I'm, I'm free and scot-free. I don't have to... The fact that it happens to be obligated death penalty is not my problem, okay? Well, what That's, so, what is it? One second. So, therefore, if I would... If he wouldn't have stolen the animal, I could have saved all the full cost of what I owed my, the guy, okay? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the original owner. That because... Even though it has no value intrinsically... But it has it's it's it as a means of saving me the money because by having this animal I could have saved myself the cost of paying for the full animal, so that that itself has value. It doesn't have value because I can use it because I can't use it, but it does have value to the to the to the to the person who watched the animal because by giving it back it, it frees him from any and all payment, and therefore that's why 
it's um, it's it's still Why subject to the day of the once Benson says that it's a Shardisco, he really they took it away from, from the show. He has no control over it. No. It doesn't matter. All, it, it, it's, all those things are what we would call, you know, uh, uh, you know a, a, a damage that's not visible. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a, it, it's, it's in the power, it's in the world, realm of Isser. So it doesn't really, you know, just because something becomes Nassar on my watch doesn't mean I'm still returning it. It's called a hezek shein a nikkar or something like that. I don't have to worry about that. I'm returning a, a bull. That's good enough. Um, the bottom line is it has a value, but and therefore, the Ghana, the Ghana who slaughtered that animal is chay of dalit He had no right to return the animal. It wasn't his anymore. You could best have already made a short list, though. No, but that's what that's Rabbi Yaakov Shita. That if you give it back, you're done. You give it all you got to do is give it back. I mean, he's liable for it. So gets as long as he gives the he animal back, back, as long as he I hands mean, it over, and now the best is going to come and take it from that guy, it's not my problem. It's a wonderful animal. It's not worth anything anymore. What happens if it gets stolen? If it gets stolen, so the guy who stole it is going to have to pay the watchman. Okay? Because the watchman is suffering a loss by the fact that it's stolen. Okay. Now, Rabbi Amar, you don't have to say this whole answer. This whole answer started in trying to understand the case of Tavicha, what, what's going on in Rameir Shita, why does Rameir, what's the deal with Rameir? So he said, He shakted it himself. He shakted the animal himself. Not like we said before that it was through a third part, somebody else who did, it, who did the Shita. Aye. What's going on for Rabbi Meir? Loka Mishalim Islay, Mesu Mishalim Leslay. You really, if you're getting a death penalty, you don't have to pay normally. That's normally true. In other words, so then why am I paying for the Tvicho Mechira over here? You shouldn't pay for it. It's, it you're getting a death penalty for it. So for Shani Hani, the, the reason is, is because there's a special exception here, because this is. The 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 dollar behavior that you pay the four or five times that you're paying is a special outside the norm. It's a, what we call a chiddush. It's cra- It's a wild idea. Why? I'm just because I slaughtered the animal. I have to pay four or five times its value to the owner. Okay, that makes that's Ill, that's that's a, a chiddush. And anytime there's a chiddush, ani chiddushu the chiddushu shekitzatorah biknas. There's a since it's a penalty. Penalties you pay no matter what. Regardless of the fact that you're getting, in other words, even though in regular rules of law of monetary payment, you say, come like Bidramine, you always get the death penalty instead of the payment, not by knas. By penalties, that, the Torah makes you pay no matter what, even though you're going to get a death penalty. That's the Kiddush of, so that's the sheet over here. Oh, okay? So the government that show and he returns it, he has to really double the payment, that's a knas then. Is that what you're saying? No, you're jumping the gun. We're not talking about the gun. One second, we're going to get there. First things first. We're talking just about Tvicho Mechira. The Tvicho Mechira is the Tvicho Mechira is the four or five payment. That's right. for de- cool. digging said, deeper. That part is Knas. And that Knas, even so if when I'm doing that act of Knas, when I'm doing that act of Knas, even though it's, I'm getting a death penalty for it, it doesn't free me from the payment. Because Knas... Is, is an exception to the rule of, of Kamle Bidarabmane. That's basically the idea. Now, 
after this is Rabbi Shitaso. Now this is this is why why I said wait over here. Okay, Rabbi says how you The guy stole the the, the goat before. and then he just slaughtered it on Shabbos. Chayiv, you're gonna have to pay even the four or five times. Why should find a the Gneva called him Shabbos because the Gneva was before Shabbos. That's the key thing. Now, but if the Gneva and the Tvicha were both on Shabbos, then you're going to be potter. Why? Even though the regular rule of Kanas is that you'll pay, even though it's come later with here not. You want to know why? Shem ain't Gneva, because you're free from the Gneva part. Because the Gneva was, 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 the, has the come later with on that. That come later frees me from the, the primary payment. The any extra payment, there's the rule that four or five has to be four or five. It can't be three or four. Okay? So, Shemein Gneva ain't Mechira. It's a package deal. And since I'm not going to be high for the Gneva, because I have the Kamle B'dramne on the non-penalty part of it, so therefore, I don't have to pay for the penalty. It's like a, it's a, it's like a limit in penalties. Okay? Now, that's very interesting. Now, of Hamarab, how Rabbi says, how you get the kind of law, he has it ready stolen. Interesting second case, and he and he he already stole it, and then in the hole, as he's you know the the escape hole that he dug into the house to steal it, okay, is when he slaughtered the animal. Chayiv, he's going to be chayiv. Why should kfarin is chayiv begneva kodem shiavli day iser machteres before he got to the machteres. Um, he was already chayv in the Geneva. And what? He, he shouldn't be chayv for the tvicha that's in the machteres because the guy's allowed to kill him. If you catch him in the, in the hole, Mahteres, you, could, yeah. you, can, you can shoot him dead. Okay? Um, shoot, you can shoot to kill. Yeah, not only stun, right? You can adjust your, your, your gun to, to kill. Right? Sub-blasters to, to kill. Uh, blasters, right, exactly. You could, um... Machteres, uh, right? Still, but because why? Because that's the same concept. Because the penalty is a chiddush, and it overrides the consideration of kamli b'taramini. But if it's gone of b'tavach b'machteres, but if he did both the gneva and the slaughtering in the machteres, potter will be potter. Why? Because of the gneva part of it. Shem ain't gneva since it, it, he's he's caught, he, he's kona the. Item. He doesn't have to return the item technically, because he's kind of binafsho. He's bidamo. His blood paid for that for that for the item. So there's no gneva. There's no Now, why do you have to talk about both cases? It's really the same principle, just in two different scenarios. One's talking about Shabbos. One's talking about. Um, the answer is tzricha. That's a permanent, uh, the Isser of Shabbos is forever. Ava Machteres, the Isser Shahu, it's really only while he's in the hole. Once he's outside, um, you're, you have no right to kill him anymore. It's just uh-huh. during just that, window, it's a small window we have a right to kill him. So, below, maybe, it's not that, maybe that's not called, um, maybe it's not called uh, uh, the Din of Kamli B'dramini. V'yashmin Machteres, V'yashmin Machteres, Mishum de Machdarto Yizuyas Raso. That's because the Machteris is the warning. Aval Shabbos, the Boyasra, maybe Shabbos needs a warning, and maybe he didn't get the warning, and maybe that's different. Hey, below. Tzricha, that even though you weren't warned on Shabbos, but the fact of the matter is, Shabbos has the severity to it of death penalty, even though you weren't warned, you're still going to be 
potter if it was both the Gneva and the Tvicha. Of course, if it was just the Tvicha, not. Okay. Amr Papa, Papa said, okay, if a person had a cow that was stolen, and he did the Tvicha from before Shabbos, and he slaughtered on Shabbos, because the Gneva was there from before, just like, just like Rabbi says. What if it's a borrowed cow? And then he slaughtered it on Shabbos. Pot you'll be potter. So Amalei Rav Acha braid Rava. So Rav Acha, the son of Rava, said the Ravashi Rapapa Paras Hashminan. I mean, okay. Well, you have to tell me that not only is that true by a goat, it's also true by a cow. The same halacha. What is he coming to teach us here? He's basically teaching us the same thing that Rav is teaching us. So Amrlei Rav Papa, Rav Papa said no. Amrlei, he told him, Rav Papa Shulah It's the safer that the Chiddush is. How do we understand borrowing? When is the Chiv on borrowing? Okay, Salgadat Chaminu. You might have thought, Hold, Amrlei Papa says. Rav Papa says, Mishas Mishicha, who is Chayv Lebim Zonoseha. The moment you pull the animal, that obligates you in many things as as a borrower, and you're Chayv in feeding the animal. You might think all the, the onus chiv is immediate upon borrowing. And therefore, it's like it's like the it's like it's already my animal technically the moment I borrow the animal. Okay? And therefore it's therefore it's not happening all simultaneously when I shakt it on Shabbos. It that the the Kamash Mulan that we don't look at it that way. We look at it that no, when you borrow the animal, you that's not that nothing's happened yet. When I take the animal for myself because I want to slaughter it that last moment, that's when I did both things. On that's when I'm stealing. Okay, well, you know, until I was when I take it on Shabbos is when I'm stealing. Mm-hmm. The original taking obligates me in many things, but it's not really my animal yet. Mm-hmm. Till even though I'm chayvenonsin, I'm not really nothing until I actually. Take it to be mine, like when I'm about to share it. Permanently, right. Interesting case. Once we mention a borrowed cow, so I'll tell you something, and I can tell you a joke. No, I'll tell you about a borrowed cow. No, it's not a joke. It's a different halacha about a borrowed cow. Very interesting halacha. Your father. The father passed away, but the, he, he had borrowed a cow. There, there was, he borrowed it for 30 days. The kids can use the cow all 30 days. What happens, Mesa? What if the cow dies? So normally, you, you, they would, the father would pay for it. It's not their problem if it's an onus, because they never made the deal. Yeah. They're the kids. They borrow, yeah. they They're not the borrower, but they still can use it. Interesting. Because what about this case? What if they thought it was their father's? They didn't know it was borrowed. And they said, you know, let's have a nice barbecue. And they slaughtered it and had a nice barbecue with the borrowed cow. It's not, it's not their fault. They didn't know. So but they're going to pay for meat. But, uh, you know, uh, whatever. How much they pay? They pay sales price. They don't pay full price. They don't pay they buy retail. Wholesale. Okay. Um, uh, whatever, you know, the discounted price. However, if the father left um, property over that, you know, meaning to, that could pay for these things, we'll see what that means. Then they're going to have to pay. So, 
Aresha, some say that that line of Achrayis Nechasim is going on the first part, meaning even though they, even though they, we said that they're not Chayv in Olzin, but if the father left Achrayis Nechasim, it'll pay for it. Others say that it's going on the second line, uh, where they thought it was their fathers. Okay, now it's going on the Reisha Kolshkin and Sefer is also going to apply to the Sefer as well. That if there's Achrayis Nechasim, then the father's assets will take care of this debt. And it's against the sheet of Rapapa, who says that it's not happening, that is not happening in the. Uh, Rapapa says the Ischaibis happens only at the last moment, not in the beginning. He's saying it happens in the beginning. If you say it's going on the Seifa, that's Avala Reisha, not on the Reisha. You want to know why not? Because even though the father, when he borrowed it, um, he, oh, the, he, the father uh, the father took on responsibility, but the kids don't have that, that responsibility. But I know the Repubba, which is really Repubba's idea, that, uh, that, that's, that we don't see as chayvis that's happening in the beginning. Um, it's not how it works. When you're borrowing, you're just borrowing. The responsibility to pay is at the end when you when something happens. Okay. Now, going back to that original discussion between Rabbi Yochanan, we mentioned Ula, we mentioned Rabbi Yochanan, we mentioned Rishlakish. Rishlakish says that we're going like Rameir over here, who says that you get lashes and you pay. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan says if you get warned, then you then you get lashes. If you weren't warned, you don't get lashes. So I understand why Rabbi Yochanan doesn't like Rish Lakish to come mukim He wants to say our mission is going like the rabbis, the main opinion, the majority opinion. El Rish Lakish, my time in the What is Rish Lakish's issue with Rabbi Yochanan? Amrlach. The answer is given the ilu aser be potter, kilo aser be nami potter. He says it doesn't matter whether you're warned or not. If it has the severity of a higher of a higher punishment, regardless of whether you got the warning, it should free you from any payment. Okay, this is l'shitasam. This machlokas. What's the case? The chiasa. Rav Dimi Amar. He said like this: Chayven Nisus Shogigin. A case of Chayven Nisus Shogigin. The Chayven Malkir Shogigin. They did it b'shogig. It, it's a death penalty case, but it wasn't done intentionally. It was done unintentionally. Or Malkiel Shokin, or Acher, and you did another thing that should respo- make you responsible for money, Rabbi Yochanan Merkayev. doesn't matter. You didn't get, uh, you're not getting, there is no Kamlai Midrabmane over here, so you pay you the money. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan Merkayev, why do Allah ask Because you're not warned, so there's no bigger punishment, so therefore you pay. And Rabbi Yochanan Merkayev, why given the Ilu Asrbei Pater, since if you were warned, you'd be Pater, if you're not warned, you're still Pater, it doesn't matter. And that's the Machlokes over here, and we'll continue with this.